0: Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm Chris, and this is the Audio Buffet.
1: Conspiracy, an evil, unlawful, treacherous, or surreptitious plan formulated in secret by two or more persons.
2: So that's the definition of conspiracy. Today we're going to go just slightly down the rabbit hole. Just a little bit. We're not going to go too far. No. So if you don't like the idea of conspiracy theories or, you know, think that they're all bogus or anything like that, don't worry about it. We're not going too far with this episode.
0: Yeah. Just sit back, listen, and maybe you'll get something out of it.
2: Yeah. Broaden your mind just a little bit. So if you have to, go ahead and just suspend disbelief for just a moment so that you can entertain the possibilities.
0: Let's talk about a few different types of conspiracies.
2: Yeah, the first one that pretty much everybody thinks of is the government is conspiring against us. Yeah. Now, this has definitely been proven before. There are a whole lot of different types of conspiracies by the government that the general population knew nothing about. And when I say government, I usually mean the U.S. government. Certainly we're not alone in that. Other governments have just as many conspiracies, things that they're doing that the general population knows nothing about uh, that is not necessarily in
0: the general populace's best interest. Mm -hmm. Or it could be in our best interest. Uh, And this particular one that we could talk about is that the mystery man at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, This was something that I actually... Didn't really know about, but uh, it was on July 4th, 1776, and it was at the State House at Pennsylvania, and many founders of America sat debating whether or not to sign the Declaration of Independence. They were in a room. The room was locked and guarded, but suddenly a voice came out from a balcony with the closing words, God has given America to be free. With that, the American patriots rushed over and began signing the Declaration of Independence. Afterwards, they went to express their gratitude to the guy that screamed out over the balcony, but there was no one there. And to this day, nobody knows how he entered, and nobody knows who he was. And that could certainly
2: be considered a conspiracy by virtue of the fact that it was undermining the British control of the North American colonies. Right, that was such a huge thing because they were going to sever
0: ties with the old country.
2: Yeah, so it doesn't even have to necessarily be the government that's conspiring. It can certainly be the people that are conspiring against the government. That's right. another form of conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is definitely not just a one-way. We're not government bashing you know, or anything like that. We're just pointing out that there are plans that other people know nothing about. That's the definition of conspiracy. Now, other types of government conspiracies can be things like uh, shadow operations. You get these super secret organizations you know most people have seen the james bond movies if we're going you know british special ops and you get the the double o agents yeah Yeah, you you know whatever mi6 or cia (laughs) nsa whatever it might be this has actually been in the news a lot over the past probably a couple of years just with nsa monitoring
0: communications and Mm -hmm. all of that yeah edward snowden really brought that forward Was that about this time last? No, it was about two years ago, wasn't it? It's been a while now. Yeah, it's been about two years since uh, Edward Snowden brought it forward that, you know, the government's spying on us. Shocker. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of, everyone knew that anyway. Yeah, but to have the the tangible proof
2: Mm -hmm. and so much evidence supporting those claims and allegations Mm -hmm. really just kind of makes it that much more real. And to a lot of people makes it that much scarier. Yeah. Other types of government conspiracies in particular would be what's called a false flag attack. Now, this has been going on for centuries. Really, even the term false flag attack goes back to the nautical term for false flag attack. Now, this would be, if you can remember back to your history classes, think of Sir Francis Drake. This is someone who was commissioned by the Crown of England to go out and basically Stir up as much trouble and undermine the Spanish military power at sea as he possibly could. The Spaniards saw Francis Drake as a pirate because that's basically how he operated. Now, what he and other sailors would do is they would pull down their flag and he would fly a Spanish flag. That would enable him, this is in the age before radio and before radar and all that stuff, he would be able to get close enough. ...to another Spanish ship because they wouldn't really think anything of it. Like, oh, okay, that's just another yeah. one of my guys. Yeah, just a completely, completely different flag. Yeah. And by the time they realized the ship that was sailing so close to them wasn't full of Spaniards, it was way too late because their cannons were loaded and they were ready to go. And they could either pillage the ship or sink it or whatever they had in mind. Now, this became known as a false flag attack because flying those colors was a lie. Yeah. How this is brought into the modern era is by a government perpetrating something against its own people and blaming another country for it. Or, perpetrating something on foreign soil but blaming a third party for it in order to stir up trouble between either the other country and its own people or between two other countries. Or between that country itself. Right. Right. To create civil unrest mm-hmm. now, there are so many documented cases of false flag attacks. This is a thing that happens. This has been proven. there are declassified
0: documents saying that you know XYZ was a false flag operation. An example of a proven false flag operation was the Gulf of Tonkin incident on august fourth nineteen sixty four North Vietnamese torpedo boats in the Gulf of Tonkin were alleged to have ...attacked, without provocation, U.S. destroyers that were doing intelligence in South Vietnam. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson decided that it would be okay to retaliate with air attacks in North Vietnam. In 1995, a meeting with the Secretary of Defense, Robert McNamara, he categorically denied that the North Vietnamese had even attacked the U.S. destroyers on August 4th, 1964... And in 2001, it was revealed that President Johnson, in a taped conversation with McNamara several weeks after the passage of the resolution, had expressed that he doubted that the attack had ever even occurred. So he's like, hey, this just happened, and so we're going to bomb them. And but then, then they say that it never actually happened. Yeah, in a taped conversation with him. It's wow. Like, I don't think that ever happened. So, yeah. That was a, uh, a proven false flag operation. There are so many other false flag attacks that we
2: could talk about, but... We're going to save those because we don't want to get too mired in the the government is plotting against us. (laughs) Right. Or against other countries. Right. Yeah. So what other kind of conspiracy
0: genres, I guess we could call them, exist? Uh, Let's go with non-government groups. These would be such things as the Illuminati. Oh, yes. The Vatican. The Freemasons. Freemasons. Things like that. They're not a part of the government, but they seem to be a part of the government sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or
2: even large companies like Monsanto. Right. So these don't necessarily infer secret society.
0: This would just be a really influential organization. Right. Organizations that are occult. And the definition of occult meaning hidden.
2: Yeah. So they have some kind of information, whether it be they believe in certain types of magic or technologies that aren't publicly accessible, which you know could also have government ties to it, but not necessarily, mm-hmm. or just a hidden knowledge of the
0: inner workings of either domestic or international relations. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, a lot of the things about these different organizations are, are not known about them. So, I don't know how much we could actually talk about the quote-unquote Illuminati just because it's not really... There, there aren't any books or information about them. There's supposed things about them, but nothing mm-hmm. that we could definitively look up and see.
2: Sure. Yeah, there's probably more information about the Freemasons as far as what happens at the lower levels of Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. But once you start getting into the higher levels, and you have the Grandmasters of the Freemasons, right. that's when it starts getting really closely guarded. Yeah, the 33rd degree and all of yeah. those types of things. Yep. There are so many wild conspiracies, that some of them sound truly off the wall. Now, one connection to Masonic influence, we'll say, not necessarily control, but Masonic influence over governments, would be the founding of America. Mm -hmm. It is documented and, you know, not even secret or conspiratorial in nature, that the
0: founding fathers of the United States of America were almost all Freemasons. Yeah, that's true. And also, another big thing is... That the the layout of D.C., the roads, the monuments, and everything were actually designed by a Freemason as well. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen the movie National Treasure,
2: then you probably have some idea of you know the level of influence that Masons had in particularly D.C. Mm-hmm. Because of that, this was an order that these men belonged to and to play devil's advocate for just a moment... It could have been entirely innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go out there and immediately start shooting from the hip saying, everybody's evil, everybody's <laughs> against us. Yeah, everybody wants to kill us. This could just be a group where, you know, middle-aged guys can hang out and
0: have that sense of fraternity. I mean, and it, that would make sense, too, if you want to have a the secret organization that wants to... Uh, sever ties with the crown and that's totally understandable Mm -hmm. That you'd want it to be hidden and kind of not known about as well because you could become beheaded you could get killed you could get killed and dead yes (laughs) which was certainly not desirable (laughs) (laughs) yeah but
2: where the conspiracy angle comes into play is when you start getting into those higher levels what kind of influence do they have now it's Mm -hmm. known that President Obama is a Freemason. Mm -hmm. President Bush was a Freemason. President Clinton was a Freemason. Pretty much every president has been a member of one Masonic Lodge or another. So how big is the sphere of influence still? Pretty big, I'd say. Yeah. It would have to be pretty big. It would have to be. And if you look at it, it makes perfect sense. You know, little boys that are building their tree houses and... They want to come up with secret passwords and, you know, (laughs) hang up, you know, no girls allowed signs on the outside, which, you know, chauvinism from a young age. (laughs) But they also, you know, come up with secret handshakes and things like that. These are all reflected in the Masonic model, Mm -hmm. basically. You know, the Masons have their secret handshake to identify other Masons and
0: basically signify, hey, we have this connection, even though I don't know who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Another type of non-governmental entity would be tech companies and cell phone makers, especially with cell phones. When you buy a cell phone, if you even look in the package uh, and the materials of terms and conditions, what you are supposed to do with a phone and what you aren't supposed to do, you're actually not supposed to put a cell phone to your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why do you think it comes with a hands-free set? Yeah, it, you're you're not supposed to put it to your head. Yeah. Um, and a you know a big conspiracy with that is that uh, they cause brain tumors. There's just a lot of radiation coming out of your phone, causing illnesses and cancers in your head. Yeah. Or companies like Monsanto. We mentioned a couple episodes ago,
2: the one where my, my wife was the guest co-host. She did wonderful. And we talked about Monsanto a tiny bit in that episode. But that really opens a whole can of worms mm-hmm. of how much influence does this non-government company have in the government Mm -hmm. to pass legislation and things like that. And a lot of it comes down to who's paying
0: who, how much. Mm -hmm. And also who has been like a CEO or head of a company like Monsanto and they are now in the government or helping to possibly pass laws that would benefit the company and not necessarily the people. So when it comes down to basically it comes down to money. Yeah. And you bring up money and that's actually another good
2: point. You know, if we can jump back for just a second to government conspiracies Mm -hmm. You know, money has been considered a conspiratorial item for quite some time now. Yeah. Because what is money? We don't have the gold standard anymore. Right. Money is just this paper currency that really by itself has no value. You can't cash it in for
0: gold or silver or anything like that. Yeah. And in the conspiracy world, they call it a fiat currency. Yeah. The big thing about it is uh, I was actually just talking to you uh, yesterday about, you know, like, hey, it's Friday, we get paid, but it's so weird that... I never really see the money. Right. I basically see these numbers show up in my account, which I would even just call credits. I worked for these credits, and then I give them out to other people, and then I transfer these numbers Mm -hmm. to companies that I'm using their services for. Yep. And (laughs) we could go so far with just that one topic. (laughs) Yeah. But I think we
2: need to address one other pretty massive type of conspiracy. Okay. This is the one that History Channel and Discovery, they're always talking about what we can call the non-human genre of conspiracy theory. Aliens! Aliens and cryptozoology. These could be
0: extraterrestrial life. What happened at Area 51? Mm -hmm. Or the cryptids that could possibly be living inside of the Earth, or Bigfoot, or Loch Ness Monster. Right. Or the Chupacabra. Or the Jersey Devil.
2: (laughs) There are so many different types of cryptids. You get these specials and these whole TV series that are in search of Bigfoot or finding Loch Ness and whatever it might be. The search for Nessie. Exactly. So there's a lot of interest in these cryptids without a whole lot of in-depth research and i think that's probably more damaging to the general understanding of what these cryptids are than if we just actually looked at what are the facts that we do have and how can we follow up on these facts to try to find more facts mm-hmm. whether it's proving or disproving the existence of bigfoot or nessie right. or whatever it might be
0: and it kind of uh it, it to me it kind of shows that the powers that be you know quote unquote Uh, don't trust the general public with this type of knowledge, whether they think we would go nuts or whatever. But
2: yeah, what's the point? You know, what is, what's the reasoning behind, "Mm, we sound really crazy right now. (laughs) What are they trying to hide?
0: (laughs) I want to know. (laughs) I want to know what you're hiding, yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, if you address a topic, but don't, really get into any of the actual evidence then you're not doing anything for the furthering of actual knowledge about that subject if i just mentioned that the north american colonies of the british empire were getting upset and they decided to cut ties that doesn't do any justice to the american revolution Mm -hmm. for instance But if you go in and you actually study, these are the facts, this is what was going on, this is what happened, and this is the sequence of events, then you have a much better understanding of what happened. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're discussing something that may or may not exist, say, well, this is the evidence that we have for the existence of, we'll stick with the Bigfoot example, this is the evidence that we have that disproves whatever evidence that we just brought up. And if you look at that, you can follow that through a logical progression And hopefully come to some kind of conclusion. So a little bit of knowledge doesn't help. A little bit of information without any supporting evidence just makes people paranoid. Which is one of the biggest dangers about going too far down the rabbit hole of these conspiracy theories without actually doing the research and
0: finding evidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you can... Make up your own stories, or make up your own things about whatever, whatever subject, or about UFOs. You can make up the story and sure, and just put it out there and and say, hey, this happened. Right. So if you're going
2: to look at any conspiracy theory, you need to say, okay, well, what's the evidence behind mm-hmm. these ideas that you're bringing up? You know, if you want to throw the conspiracy theory out there that Bigfoot exists.
0: Then you need to look at more than just some blurry film footage or some crazy mountain man story about seeing Bigfoot and hanging out with him and playing tennis with him. <laughs> I don't imagine Bigfoot would be particularly good at tennis. He might,
2: <laughs> maybe. You don't know. <laughs> he might be Let really him good at win. <laughs> exactly. So, Jeremy, I think a lot of people might be asking the question right now: What is the point? in entertaining any conspiracy theory, whether it's about government conspiracy, non-government or extraterrestrial or
0: non-human conspiracy theories. I think the point would be just to know whether or not some of these things have validity or not. It's just, if you go down the rabbit hole, it can just be really interesting. Uh, If you want to know more about Bigfoot or read some books or stories about Nessie or the Loch Loch Ness Monster, it's just fun to know those things, even if they're not true as well. Sure. And... If some of these other things are true, you
2: could be better equipped, I think, to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. If there's an actual plot, you know, going back to our definition of conspiracy, if there's an actual plot for nefarious purposes against a
0: population that you're a part of, wouldn't you want to know about that? Yeah. And also, even if some of these conspiracies happened in the past, whether it was the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, -hmm. it's great just to know the history and why these things happened. Yeah. It gives you a fuller picture of how we got where we are Mm -hmm. and where we could be going. Yeah,
2: definitely. So not saying that you need to, you know, start chugging red Kool-Aid and, (laughs) you know, wrap your head in tinfoil. (laughs) Yeah. And just cut every wire in your house, flip the circuit breaker and not use any power. And, you, know. I'm not doing that. No. I uh, like my internet. We love technology on this show. If you've listened for any amount of time, you know that we're not going to stop using technology. But in large part, because we're going to continue using it, we want to know what the effects of using this are. We want to know if there are any aspects of our life that are maybe playing into something that's not in our best interest right so it's not so much about being a crazy recluse who's got his whole house wrapped in tinfoil or thinking that your government or someone is out to get you or seeing you know little green men hiding behind every bush they
0: are there (laughs) (laughs) i've seen them they might be who knows (laughs) where's the proof in the pudding (laughs) They're hiding
2: in my pudding. (laughs) Stay away from pudding. It's got GMOs. (laughs) It'll radiate your brain. Pudding's not supposed to be green. Mm -mm. Why is it green? Aliens. It comes down to being able to make genuinely well-informed decisions with your life. And that's really what we're just trying to point out here. We're not trying to convince you of any one thing or another thing. We're just encouraging you to keep an open mind when you look at the world around you. Keep
0: your eyes open, keep your mind open, but not mm-hmm. so far as to where your brain falls out. <laughs> right. If you're looking at the news and you say, hey, that doesn't make any sense, or, hmm, that's weird, do some research about it. Figure yeah. it out. Look for patterns. There are patterns everywhere.
2: And I'm not going all beautiful mind on this thing. <laughs> but to an extent, you can learn a lot more by reading between the lines of the newspaper or the news reports than just reading the lines. Mm-hmm. If you just accept what you're given, then you're just going to have what's been carefully doctored to lead you to think a certain way. That's just fact. That's why political parties have whole spin departments because they want to present themselves in a
0: certain way. Mm-hmm. When you look at those commercials for presidential elections and you see uh, this person did this and they were horrible, vote for this guy because he's not horrible. Ding. <laughs> I'm a good guy, and I support this message. And the big thing that we're saying is do your research and have your own mind about things. That's critical. And that's really the entire point of this whole episode
2: is make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeremy, we have only barely scratched the
0: surface of this conspiracy topic. Yeah, we, we rubbed it just a little bit. We didn't even scratch it. We just, we just put our finger on there and rubbed a little bit. <laughs> we got a fingerprint on it. <laughs> oh, no. Fingerprints <laughs> are a conspiracy. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal our identity. (laughs) But there's so much more to be said, but we're out of time. Thank you guys for listening. If you would like to send in a show topic that you would like for us to speak on or research or you have a question about anything, just go to theaudiobuffet.com, go to the Talkback link, do a couple of clickety clacks, and you'll be well on your way to sending us a wonderful, jolly message. Absolutely. And let us know
2: what kind of conspiracy theories are your pet theories. We can call them that. What do you think is the most important conspiracy out there right now? What conspiracy do you think is just not even true? Sure. Yeah, something that you hear a lot of people talking about. Be like, what? That's not even possible. No, that's that's bogus. So let us know. You can reach us through the website, like Jeremy said. You can send us an email directly to theaudiobuffet at gmail.com. Or you can leave us some feedback on iTunes. If you haven't already subscribed... Do that. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Tell your friends about us. Yes, indeed. Tell them to give us a five-star review as well. Yes, indeed. Until next time, everybody, keep your eyes open. Keep your ears peeled. (laughs) (laughs) That happens to me when I get a sunburn.